I'm Carla Reeves, and this is Differently, the Lifepreneur Podcast. I'm a hyperachiever turned lifepreneur, and after a decade of coaching ambitious leaders, I'm convinced we are far closer than we realize to what we deeply desire, and it's a willingness to do differently that can change everything. This podcast is for the everyday leader ambitious for a rich, out-of-the-box life. This is your weekly nudge and reminder to take a risk to build a life that is uniquely bold, authentic, and in alignment with your deepest values. Hey, Differently listeners, I am excited to be with you today. I was invited to speak on a panel last week for NABO, the National Association for Women Business Owners. The topic was surviving chaos and building emotional resiliency. And I got to participate and hear the other speakers and also share my own experience from the work I do with clients on a panel. It was really fun. I've always wanted to be on a panel. Um, I'd love to do that again. And I want to share my experience with you because there were so many takeaways that I know you will love and that feel really relevant and important to what you may be navigating in your life. Before I do that, I want to take a big deep breath and invite you to do the same. Um, it's the morning here in Arizona. I love the morning time. I've got a big warm cup of coffee in front of me. We had a beautiful rain in the middle of the night last night. And we're going to talk this surviving chaos and building emotional resiliency. So what does that really mean? To me, that means how do we navigate the ever-changing, unpredictable terrain of our everyday lives and build skills along the way that can grow us and help us more than survive and intentionally move through these ebbs and flows um, that we you know, that are consistent, uh, life is going to continue to change and be uncertain. And how do we move through those ebbs and flows with more grace and ease? It breaks my heart because I have had conversations quite often lately with people who are stuck in autopilot, so busy that they barely have time to lift their head and see where they're going. And some of these conversations, I do work inside of organizations, and some of these conversations were um, with people like that who are inside of a large company and really have a huge workload. And our call is this 30 minutes of time where they actually have time to lift their head and kind of stop and reflect on what they're doing and whether or not it's actually leading to where they want to go. People have said to me on those calls, like, I hadn't realized that some of the behaviors I have today are old. They may not even be needed anymore. And I've been so busy just trying to get everything done and not disappoint others um, that I haven't even had time to think about whether what I'm doing today is helping me move in the direction or become the person I want to become. These behaviors over extended periods of time lead to burnout, exhaustion, and lack of zest for life and more. And that's what we were really talking about at this uh, NABO event. And when we're so busy and consumed by doing, overwhelmed by that to-do list and workload, and we've all been there, 
it dulls our senses and we lose our ability to tap into our innate wisdom within our hearts and bodies. And we forget to consult with God. We fail to lift our head to see how this here on our you know, in our path might fit into a much larger picture. And we get so stirred by the obstacles or the changes, we miss the opportunities and perfection of what lies before us for our own lessons and growth. So I'm going to get to the takeaways here in a minute that I want to share with you. But I want to remind you that contrary to what your mind wants to tell you, there is another way of doing life and work. And it doesn't begin someday out in the future when you've figured something out or achieved a certain thing. As we talk about all the time on the podcast, it starts now right here where you are by committing to doing differently in the small nooks and crannies of your life. So maybe you feel some of this overworking, consumed by work or consumed by life and the changes, and you just feel like you're kind of being tossed and uh, turned around with the circumstances of life. Life has a way of pulling us into into this kind of vortex. And it's not often um, aligned with what you truly, truly want. So today I want to share my takeaways from this event. There are a lot of small nuggets. I invite you to try them on for size, take what's relevant and applies to you today. And you can always come back and listen again and take something else away. I have to share with you that the women that were selected to speak at this event were all part of uh, what's called a MindWell Collective, and it's a group of women who have gathered together, including myself, and we all come from different areas of well-being and have businesses that support the well-being of others in some in uh, lots of different ways. And I had met many of them virtually, but never in person, and I can't tell you how good it was to meet face-to-face to see their whole being instead of just their talking virtual head. What a strange world that we have lived in. And it was just such a good reminder of what a difference it makes to meet face to face. And I will share all of their info in the show notes so that you can connect and follow what they're doing because they're all really great people doing some really great stuff. So the first one was Dina Patton, and she's a business coach. And she really talked about CEO and um, taking care of yourself. And she talked about, you know, that our ability and voice to take better care of ourselves gets stronger and stronger with every action that we take in that direction. While she talked about mindset and how important mindset is, I mean, she said mindset, 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 like you've got to take care of your thinking, which You know, I love that message um, because it's so foundational to making any change in your life. But my favorite takeaway from her was she said, where there is chaos, there is no system. And she said, get systems around the things that matter to you. And I thought this was such a great takeaway. And so she encouraged us to make a list of the places in our life that feel chaotic and then to really think about what system could you put in place that would eliminate or minimize that chaos and do that around the things that matter most to you. The next speaker was Jennifer Burwell, and she's also a business owner, and she works with teams and leaders around purpose. And she shared a really incredible story about thriving amidst the chaos about her husband who had a mental health struggle this summer. And she talked about how pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. 
And we've probably all heard that, but I thought it was such a good reminder and that it's always a choice. She talked about nurturing your past and letting go of old baggage and doing the work in order to do that. And you've heard me talk about that on this podcast, but doing that work literally impacts every single moment of your life is so vital and so important. And in the show notes, maybe I'll point you back to an episode that can um, take you a little deeper there if that's something that you want to do. The second thing she talked about was practicing presence like daily. And so she said, when there's chaos, um, if you practice presence on the daily, you're going to be more equipped to be present amidst that challenge or that fire in your life that happens because you've built the muscle. And she talked about taking her kids, she has young children, and she talked about taking them on presence walks where they just notice using all their senses, notice what they see, what they feel, um, you know, their feet on the ground, uh, what they smell, what they hear. I thought that was such a great, great idea. She also talked about having solid amount of sleep gratitude every day. She thinks about something she's grateful for before she opens her eyes, body movement, hydration. And she said, gift to your future self. And I loved that. She said, weekly, like, do something that is going to be a gift to your future self that your future self is going to thank you for. And I'm sure you can think of lots of things that would fall into that category. The next speaker was Michelle Jones. She's a trauma integration practitioner and teacher, and she actually has been on the podcast before. You might have heard her. If you haven't, I encourage you to go back. It's number 45, A Spark of Hope with Michelle Jones. She's a gem, and she talks a lot about, or at this event, she talked about how we get disconnected from our bodies because of trauma we've experienced in our life and how our bodies hold incredible wisdom. And she encouraged us to build and know the language of your body because it's sending messages all the time. She said something like, you know, she wonders sometimes how long her body had been telling her that she's thirsty before she actually actually takes a drink. And I can relate to that. I've been trying to pay more attention to that since I heard her. And she says, what if you could know what clarity feels like in your body? What if you could know what stress feels like in your body or uncertainty? And what if you could lean in and trust what your body is telling you more of the time? Because if you can connect to your body's wisdom, it's another, just another faculty you have to deal with chaos, to be present in your life, and to know what to do in any given moment. Michelle also said that she, as a strategy, she said that she sets an alarm on her phone like four times a day, which sounds a little crazy, she said, but it's to remind her to tune in with curiosity, no judgment, and just notice how does her body feel? What is it telling her? What are you thinking? Where's the tension in your body? Are there any messages it's sending you? And she said, over time, when you do that, you're going to start to build that connection and communication and make that a lot stronger, which is going to support all areas of your life. And lastly, I want to share with you what I shared with the women in the room. And so on the panel, they asked me, you know, what are your favorite strategies when it comes to work-life balance? And this is what I shared with them and that I want to share with you. 
we tend to look to a strategy or learning to manage our calendar better or figuring something out under this illusion that when we get that figured out or get that strategy down, that habit down, then you're going to have more balance. And it's just not true. Strategies are great, but they're not great if they're built on a faulty foundation. And so the first and most important thing that you can do is look to the true barriers within yourself that prevent you from experiencing more balance. Uh, People are seeking balance, and I think it's an illusion and a quest that often leaves us unfulfilled and feeling like we're not successful at it. Truth be told, life is rarely in balance, and some seasons of your life are going to require more of you in work, and some are going to require more of you in your personal life, and some days are even like that. But there is a way to feel better and more grounded and a sense of internal balance, even amidst the chaos and unending change in our lives. The things that are barriers from experiencing more balance are typically the survival behaviors that a lot of them we've talked about on the show, but they could be things like pleasing or overextending yourself, overworking, overcompensating. You know, when you have a work identity collapse and you feel like your identity is your work, it's really hard to set down work when you've got that attachment to it being your identity. So it's things like these that you want to look for. And these behaviors likely started when you were very young in order to actually survive some sort of environment. And they likely helped you in some way. The problem is that today in your life, you likely want more than survival. And these behaviors are no longer needed and have become the very thing that's keeping you from leveling up your life. And when you can address this behavior, this outdated behavior, then you can add a strategy on top of that around time management and really start to establish healthy boundaries around your precious time and energy, and it will actually last. So do whatever it takes to identify these behaviors, because once you see them, you have a choice to do what you have always done or to do differently. Address this because it will ripple to all areas of your life. And I will put some episodes in the show notes that um, can take you a little bit deeper into this. One strategy is to, at the end of your day, kind of reflect back and write down the moments where you got derailed from a bigger priority that you had and notice what happened. Be really honest with yourself. What derailed you? What behavior derailed you? And this writing and noticing is going to increase your awareness around it instead of it just being your default. And so as you start to notice in the moment is when you actually have a choice to do differently, but you've got to raise your awareness to those moments first, and then you can start to take action in that moment and just experiment. Try, you know, work with one one of these behaviors that you notice and take some small actions around it and see what happens. So the second thing I want to share with you, which I didn't actually have time to share uh, in the event, but I want you to have it, is it's to focus on small moves and small moments. There's something I noticed over the last, I don't know, couple of months. I have a few clients who get a worksheet at the end of each workday online where they answer just like three questions. And it's, you know, what 
moment of today stands out the most to you? What three things are you most grateful for? And what's your intention for the next 24 hours? And it's been really interesting to watch uh, my clients respond to these questions. First of all, these are high achieving women. They love their work. um, And they have that pitfall like I can too of getting consumed in their work. But what's been so fascinating about doing this worksheet every day and what I've noticed is that the things that are on their list are never related to work. The moments that stand out to them at the end of the day are always tiny, small moments where their child snuggled with them on the couch or they played cards with a friend or they laughed with their spouse in the kitchen, watched a sunset or FaceTimed for a spacious hour with mom and dad. Our life, your life is made up of moments. And what if you focused on these and add more moments that create a sense of balance? Contrary to what your mind wants to tell you, you don't need hours, a week-long vacation. You crave quality probably. And as you focus on adding more quality to the moments, you will feel a greater sense of groundedness and a sense of balance and a greater sense of joy that is going to elevate your experience of life. And you don't have to wait. You can start now. It's easy to think that some major circumstance in your life needs to change. And I just want to remind you that it happens and starts right now. So ask yourself, what do you want to feel more of in your everyday? If you don't know the answer to that question, that's okay. A great way to find out is to do what my clients have been doing and right at the end of the day to get a sense of what were the most meaningful moments of your day, what stands out, take an inventory. And then once you know the answer to that question, what can you do to create that feeling in your day today, in your day tomorrow, and again, the next day? And pretty soon, you will have added more moments to your life that make you feel happy, peaceful, content, or whatever it is that you want to feel more of. If you struggle to do this, it's likely that you're stuck in a survival way of doing things. Sometimes those can be blind spots. Make it your mission to figure this part out because if you do, it will ripple to every area of your life and it will help you to create sustainable change. If you want help with this, go to my website, carlareeves.com, schedule a call with me so that we can talk about how I can support you. Okay, so in summary, one thing is for sure, our lives are going to continue to bring change, uncertainty, overwhelm, and moments of chaos. And we can't usually control those things. But what we can control is who we're going to be in the face of this. After this event um, was over, I found myself in a circle talking with some of the other women um, and the ones that spoke. And we all shared stories of navigating some hard things in our life. One woman had Uh, Her son had had a biking accident and a leg injury. Another had, as I mentioned, had the husband who had a mental health crisis. And I shared about the loss of both my parents in a short period of time. And while all of our stories were different, what was the same is we had all been practicing some form of what I have shared with you today. And with practice over time, we all talked about how we were surprised in these moments of stress and intensity and sadness or whatever it was in our lives that we were surprised by the way we were able to move through these events. 
in our lives without losing it and staying more grounded and connected in our bodies using all of our senses. This is what's possible with practicing these things over time. It doesn't have have to be a big ordeal. Take something you heard today and put it into practice, experiment with it, and refine as you go. Address the barriers that keep you from experiencing more balance in your everyday life. Focus on the moments. Work to create more moments that give you that sense of balance. Tune into your body. Pay attention to your mindset. And journaling is a tool we talk about all the time on this podcast. Um, I will also post some episodes about journaling, but use writing to raise your awareness so that you can find some spots to take action. Remember, start here and now, do whatever it takes, get out of survival because it will truly ripple to all areas of your life. Reach out if you need support. I have several open coaching spots for fall right now. If you're listening in September, go to CarlaReeves.com and schedule a call with me. I shared a lot of things here. Remember, take one thing that stood out to you and put it into action. Have an amazing day and I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Differently. I hope it stirred your thinking and I invite you to take one inspired action from something that stood out to you. If you want to hear more conversations like this, hit follow on your favorite podcast app. And if this episode could impact someone you know, please share it and pass it along. Remember, new episodes drop weekly. See you next week.